<clears throat> Hello? Okay, here we are. From Bloom, this is Scabs, and you're listening to Love Rice. It's our podcast where we ask questions and experiment with the nitty gritty stuff of love and life and happiness. At Bloom, we're passionate about creating tools that support personal growth. Now, one of my favorite parts about working with Bloom is the chance that I have to host the Bloomstrong Retreat. It's small, and it's intimate, and it's all about you. And the retreat isn't this checklist, but it's an experience. And this is your journey. And everything that we do at the retreat pushes you to find your personal clarity that leads to external action. So if you're interested and you want to know more, look for the retreat link near the bottom of the page at bloomforwomen.com. Hey everybody, Scabs here. And I just wanted to say that I love that you love Love Rice. I mean, really, I thank you for your iTunes reviews, your emails, and even your messages that you're sending on the Bloom for Women and, and the Scabology Instagram accounts. You know, sometimes I laugh and sometimes I cry. And a lot of times I'm, I'm just curious about where you are and what you're doing. And so I love to hear about your lives. And a lot of you want to know some things about me too. A lot of you want to know why my nickname is Scabs and what exactly is Love Rice. So both of these things have a story, but I won't be telling them in this episode, I promise, in the near future. But for this episode, I wanted to address another question. One listener wrote in and this is what she says. Dear Scabs, I struggle with self-care. It seems so fluffy and arbitrary. Bubble baths and yoga classes aren't cutting it. What do you do to take care of yourself and stay mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy, especially through the hard times? (laughs) And there's so many things that I do. So... And I even had this discovery this last year about self-care. So I thought, you know, let's let's talk about self-care. No. Do you know what the word self-care means? Self-care? Yeah. No. Well, I think it's also deeper, like, believing in yourself. Spiritually taking care of yourself. And being good, true to yourself. Hygiene. What about binging on Netflix? Is that Ooh. self-care? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. It depends. <laughs> What's your favorite show? What's your favorite show to binge on Netflix? Stranger Things. Oh, Vampire Diaries. Binge on that all day. Every day. I like my alone time so I can think. If I'm around too many people, I can't think about things that I want to think about. Spa. The spa. Getting my eyebrows done. Care about yourself, probably. I think sometimes people are confused, and we usually take care of ourselves in ways that doesn't actually benefit ourselves. Shopping. Um, eating, you know, sugar cookies with lots of frosting. You think it's selfish and don't do it and you're a mom and like, you know, you don't need it. So as you can see or hear rather, lots of people think lots of different things about self-care. So here's my take on it. The other day, I queued up my favorite podcast and I took my dogs for their walk. And it's this familiar thing where the soles of my shoes, they hit the pavement and we're on autopilot heading down the street. 
And of course, if you have dogs, you know this, but the dogs stop at every single lamppost and fire hydrant, just drinking up the smell of the dogs gone before. Which, by the way, side note, did you know that dogs have 300 million receptors in their noses? I mean, simply dedicated to sniffing up smells. As compared to most humans, I think, have like 6 million or something like that. So I'm just always really interested in this unseen world that they seem to be so enamored by. But anyway, and, you know, as we walked, I had to, I had to remind myself to breathe. I had to consciously move the wind through my nose, reaching for those deep and stiff and almost dormant parts in my lungs. You see, with the new year, I felt a lot of anxiety and overwhelm. It just seems like there's so much to do and learn, and I'm never quite sure which thing to choose. So I walk, and I breathe, and I say hello to my neighbors. But there's one thing that I do know. I know that clarity comes with time, and it comes with searching. And so I give myself the space and the compassion to figure it out. So I think our listener with her question about self-care is onto something. I mean, it sounds to me like she's looking for something with a little bit deeper purpose in her self-care. Often when I try to find clarity, I'm asking myself, how do I want to feel? And then I'll either write or draw whatever comes to mind. This isn't an exercise that I'll do in one sitting, I'll just, I'll really spend my time exploring how, how do I want to feel? And I use the same question for some of my one-on-one Bloomstrong coaching sessions that I do for the retreat. And often the first thing that comes to mind is people say that they want to feel happy. So let's go a little deeper. What does that feel like? Energized, healthy, balanced, really exploring how it is you want to feel. What do you desire? The next question is the pivotal question. What do I need to feel that way? So again, it's writing or drawing the feelings and answers that come to us when we think about this question, but it's really a space to explore what we need to feel the way we want to feel. So I'll give an example. One woman said that she wanted to feel more connected to the people in her life. So when she explored the idea of what she needed in order to feel more connected to the people in her life, she came up with some ideas like give herself some constraints on social media, practice listening. And she said she wanted to make a better effort at making eye contact. So this is what I discovered over the last year, that the ideas that come out of the question, what do I need to feel the way I want to feel, is really the place where the seeds of self-care are born. 
This is how we know what we need. Self-care is more about expansion and growth and developing yourself than it is about taking a day off. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm all about taking a day off, but that also is a piece of our growth when we realize we need to take a rest. Last year, I wanted to feel more bonded to my children. And what I decided that I needed in order to feel that way was to create some bonding experiences between us. And one thing that our family really enjoys doing is just a little bit of uh, adventure. So I decided that for my self-care, I would take my kids on these really low-key, open-minded weekend road trips or day trips or even just little blips here and there to some of the interesting and weird things in Arizona. That's where we live. So we started by researching all the places and things that we thought would be interesting to do together. One of the things that we came up with was called The Wave. It's this amazing and remote rock formation that was formed over time by sand and water and wind. And it looks like an ocean wave frozen in time. Now, we've made it to a lot of interesting places in Arizona, but we didn't make it to the wave last year. In fact, in order to see the wave, you have to be granted this um, pass or hiking permit, which is given only by lottery, and there's a limited number of permits given. So we didn't get one, at least not yet. Sometimes I think that we get hung up on this idea that things need to be a certain way. So, you know, the timing needs to be exactly right, or we need to have the right gear or the right amount of money in our bank accounts or our mother's approval or whatever it might be. There are so many X factors that keep us from doing what we need. And this situation that I'm telling you about could be no different. Just recently, my kids and I were road tripping near the Grand Canyon. And we drove through what's called the Valley of Fire. And it's not exactly in Arizona, but it's in Nevada. And as we were driving, we saw a sign. And the sign says, the wave of fire. So, you know, I believe that when the universe gives us a sign, we pull over. And so we did. So we go on the little hike, and I honestly just wore my moccasins that I had. I didn't have the right shoes as we slipped through the sand and up and down those stones and boulders and through the cactus and things. But when we got to the wave, it was amazing. It was this beautiful white, orange, red, striped stone that did rise up to a crest like a wave and then dipped down and kind of flowed over the landscape. It just rose out of the out of the other rocks, which were more gray and then blue colored. It was probably a little bit later in the day than what's best for hiking. And the sun started to go down and the wind was chilly and we didn't have the right clothes and my moccasins felt very thin. But after we'd gotten done running around exploring the, the fire wave, we, we sat down on that striped rock and we talked about sediment and layers and we talked about mountains that were once oceans we watched a hawk and we were together this was the thing that i wanted to create 
This was the moment, the experience. A special thanks to Brandon for his sound edits, to Lady and Odie the dogs, and to all the people on the street that were kind enough to answer my question about self-care. Self-care? I don't know. Exercise. Eating right. Burritos. (laughs) Diet Coke. (laughs) Just kidding.